0: I'm Dr Claire Chandler. I'm a medical anthropologist, which means that I study how we as human beings get along in the world. I'm the co-director of our London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine Antimicrobial Resistance Centre. We intend to bring together people from a variety of different scientific backgrounds to address the urgent issue of antimicrobial resistance. What are you trying to do um, at your centre to try and uh, combat this problem of resistance? Well, we see um, antimicrobial resistance as a complex issue that needs to be addressed from a variety of different scientific disciplines. And we're very fortunate at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine to have a range of experts who have um, backgrounds in different disciplines from um, the biological and pharmacological sciences and a lot of work in the labs through to the clinical and veterinary sciences, through to humanities and environmental sciences, which is very important when you think about the um, latrines and, and, and antimicrobial resistance moving in the environment through to epidemiology and modelling, which is crucially important when we try and think about what we're going to be able to do and interventions that might be able to stem this, Um, and then through to the economic, um, social and political sciences, which again is absolutely crucial when we think about um, what we're actually going to do about this and how humans may respond and how we can respond in policy terms to this crucial issue. So what we try to do is take particular questions and address those from this variety of different perspectives so that we can create new science that, that really is the cutting edge of knowledge and enables us to create policy that have the likelihood of being more effective than we've been so far in trying to address this issue. Um, and a One Health approach is a useful framework to do this. You mentioned One Health there. Can you explain a little bit about what that means? So Dame Sally Davis... Um, described antimicrobial resistance as being a one health problem, meaning that it's not something that is, can simply be considered to be inside the bodies of humans, um, but is something that moves between systems, within the system and between different systems. So when we take an antibiotic, it's not just that we may create resistance within, for example, within our gut um, to certain microbes. It's that we will then put those antibiotics out into the environment through the sewage system um, and those, those bacteria or, or other types of microbes will move through the system and also the antibiotics will move through the system. Um, and the same thing when we feed antibiotics to our cattle um, or to fish or indeed when we use antimicrobials um, on our crops they then have a life beyond our initial use of them and so they move around in the environment and we have this... Potential for resistance to occur at any point where microbes come into contact with um, the antimicrobials. And so we have this potential for then the resistant infections to start moving around. Um, and so she called it a one health approach, which I think is a really useful way of framing this because it really cuts across sectors and no longer can we see it simply as a public health issue. Uh, you mentioned about crops and sewage systems, but also, of course, animals. Can you um, put a proportionate value on what is the biggest problem? Are animals causing the most problems? or It's a great question um, and the jury is out. We don't really know um, the proportion of resistance that is the burden in the human population that comes directly from use of antibiotics or antimicrobials in, um, in animals. Um, and I think there's a huge amount more research really needed there. Um, there's some more recent research that suggests perhaps it's quite a small amount, but it really depends how you define animal use and how you define um, the environment at large in terms of where you consider the the movement of these resistant infections. Um, and And it also depends how you define the burden, whether you're talking about the burden on animals or you're just talking about the burden on humans. Obviously, it's too simplistic to say, well, animals shouldn't be given antibiotics or other uh, antimicrobial treatments. So what are the main factors that you're looking at that might uh, prevent the problems of uh, antimicrobial resistance in humans linked to animals? So we don't know the primary routes of transmission are from animals to humans and we don't necessarily know that the infections that we see in humans are genetically the same as the infections that we might see um, that are resistant to antibiotics in animals. So we don't necessarily know those connections. But one of the hypotheses within the One Health model is that when we give a large amount of antibiotics to cattle, for example, um, and it goes and we give it to them in their feed at a you know a control in a controlled way we do it in order to allow them the best chance of living an infection free life and providing us with the highest quality meat um, but then of course the um, the runoff from those places where they are kept can be rife with antibiotics and that can then go into our um, our sewage systems and our streams and so on so one of the things that we might want to consider um, is improving the way that we tackle our sewage systems improving the way that we remove antibiotics from those systems, even considering something like green antibiotics that have a shorter half-life that won't be continuing to be active um, for a long time after taking them. So there are a number of ways that we can consider um, when we take this kind of one health systems perspective. We can see different points in in the cycles that we can characterise where we might be able to intervene to prevent antimicrobial resistance spreading. Can I just ask you're your medical anthropologist, what are you doing in this area? So I um, lead a number of um, projects looking at antimicrobial resistance, in particular looking at how people relate to antibiotics um, and to other antimicrobials in terms of how we use those drugs and how they become part of our daily lives and how, for example, our productivity may become contingent on these kinds of drugs and what we would do Um, if we wanted to remove those drugs from circulation, what the consequences might be in a range of different settings. And is there an animal component to that? Sure, because when we are working with livestock um, in many different settings, um, we use the same antibiotics for ourselves as we do for our livestock. Um, and particularly um, where we are in low resource settings and we can only get hold of some antibiotics and we need to treat the livestock, then we may well use the same drugs and we may well use the same principles. Um, and, you know, livestock are your life. So I think taking a kind of livelihood perspective um, to understanding how we get along in the world, um, whether it's with our, live, our livelihoods are around animals or they're around other types of work, antibiotics have become central to the way that we work in the world. Um, and so when we are faced with the challenge of having to remove them in some set of areas or we're faced with the challenge of them not working anymore, we have a real issue of what we're going to do in the absence of antimicrobials.